Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. My name is Matt Barrios, and I am one of the ministers here at Reality San Francisco. To pursue unity and maturity as followers of Jesus, we as a church are keeping a shared rule of life, which is a set of spiritual practices used as a way to arrange your everyday life to keep you connected to God and abiding in Jesus. As a church, we have decided on eight spiritual practices to help us center our lives on Christ. Scripture, fasting, solitude and silence, Sabbath, hospitality, vocation, generosity, and community. To better equip our church in these practices, we will be hosting these introductory podcasts once a month to help you in creating these rhythms on your own time. You can find more information about Rule of Life right now at realitysf.com rule. We hope this podcast series can serve as a tool to help you in developing these rhythms for yourself and that you join us as we practice our Rule of Life together. This week, we are starting our fourth week of the spiritual practice of scripture reading. Each day, we'll read through the passage together, and then I will lead you through the five steps of the practice of bread, which stands for be still, read, encounter, apply, and devote. So let's first take a moment of quiet to open prayerfully to God's presence with us. Let's take a few deep breaths. Be still. Be quiet before God. Today's bread reading is from Acts 12. Let's read this together now. And as I read, listen for one word or phrase that stands out to you. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death the sword. When he saw that this met approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches, from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant 
named Rhonda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back with opening it. And uh, <laughs> Peter is at the door, she exclaimed. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robe, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. Taking the word or phrase that stood out to you, let it lead you into an encounter with Jesus as you prayerfully reflect. What do you think God is trying to reveal to you in the scripture? Let's pause now and consider this with God and write it down. Now turn your focus outward and see what applying this scripture to your life might look like. Consider prayerfully what's one way this scripture might apply to your life today. Take a moment to consider and write down what you're hearing. And finally, take this final pause to devote yourself to God to seek his refreshment, and to commit yourself to following him. Offer your prayers to devote yourself to God today. Thank you for joining me in today's bread reading. We'll continue tomorrow with a reading from Acts 13.